Alrighty, g'day guys and welcome to the Bradley J Driver Experience. I'm your host Brad. We're here for episode 7 today and I'm excited to host, I guess, just a supremely talented human being. It's hard to describe and sit there and pitch to someone what's going on here because there's so much. <laughs> Um, but I guess for me, looking from the outside in, if you're from the South Coast or the Illawarra region, even from Australia, you would have heard of Pacific Avenue. Dom is 25% of Pacific Avenue here today. You may know him as Big Twisty <laughs> or just as Dom Littrich. Welcome, mate. It's an honour to have you Thanks, on. Mate. I appreciate you being here. Good to be here. Thanks for having me, Brad. No, not a problem at all. Um, for me, looking from the outside in, I say to everyone, conversation is powerful. Sure. Any conversation can change your life for the better. Yep. And I want to get people on that have new perspective to share. One thing that I love from the outside looking in at you and your crew mm -hmm. is I'm here creating a platform, yep. which I want to expand an audience. Yep. I want to grow. I want to get more people listening and watching what I'm doing. Over 500,000 streams on Spotify last year for Pacific Avenue, if I'm right. Yep, that's it, yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah, a bit weird, but yeah, it's cool. <laughs> does it, how's it feel? Does it, yeah, is it a bit know, pinch man. yourself? Or? Like, like when, when the kind of like the end of the year wrap-up comes around and everyone's kind of posting it on Instagram and all that sort of thing. Um, yeah, ours came up and we're just like, holy crap. Like, yeah, this year's been, been mental. Um, it just kind of, because we only really sort of started out as a band in like 2017 and just watching it like each year, just kind of, I don't know, you get like, you kind of get people like sort of messaging you and stuff and like, oh, when's new stuff coming out? And you kind of, you're like, like, it's weird that you care. Like, well, I don't know, we just think yeah. like, we're just kind of like, this is a wig out. But um, no, nah, it's really, really like special and amazing just that people are like doing, getting behind what we love so much. Like we're just doing it, a lot of it just because we're like, this is so much fun for us and like love sharing what we got. But then seeing other people like actually love what we love too it's just like just i don't know win-win sort of thing eh? yeah, yeah yeah really cool for me i can see it's so present mm. that everything you do i can see how much joy and happiness you mm, get from yeah, it 100%. which is inspiring mm, i think mm. my whole thing in 2020 has been do more of the stuff that i get fulfillment out yeah. of and that actually makes me happy definitely so i, I love seeing that and yeah. i'm really interested to hear obviously you just said you started this in 2017 yeah. pacific avenue yeah what was the idea behind it? Was there a hunch that the talent that there was within that group of four guys, mm -hmm. this could become what it has? Yeah, sort of, man. So, so three of the four, so myself, um, Ben and Jack, were in a band um, earlier, like two years prior, um, yeah. called Tropical Wax. And then... I remember that too. Yeah, yeah. And then um, it kind of got to... We like linked up with Harry a bit later because we all went to high school and kind of lived real close to each other and that sort of thing. Um, and then Harry kind of came along, Ben knew of Harry, um, and we had like a, a couple of jams and we we're just like, fire out, like this feels kind of cool. Like we all kind of like, we'd finish, cause Harry brought a couple of songs to us, which ended up being our first and second release. And we were like, I don't know, he played them to us and we kind of jammed them. And after it was kind of like silent for a bit, we we're like, this kind of feels just like another, I don't know, new sort of step, new sort yeah. of like level. And it was something that we all just felt like completely like hundred percent proud of. And we we're like, oh this just feels right, let's go for it. And we went and recorded it within the next week. And um, yeah, we kind of like, I don't, we just couldn't really believe it. We kind of, after the song was done, we just got like a rough copy in the, in the CD player. And we'll just like put it in the car on the way back. And we're like, I don't know. We all kind of just felt like it could 
possibly go somewhere and then yeah, yeah. since then haven't really looked back so, so what was the first sec- first and second song? um so it was in your arms was the first one and then yeah. um drive away was the second one so yeah, yeah. Unreal. yeah and so talk to me dynamics of the band obviously mm-hmm. you're on the drums yeah yeah um what are the other boys doing and give yeah. them a little bit of a rap yeah for sure so um jack like in school he was a couple of years younger um than me and we kind of like saw each other through like i don't know friends of friends partying and that sort of thing a bit and um yeah ben kind of brought him along and yeah he was just like we got along super well um super chilled out sort of dude like always see each other and surf and that sort of thing um and yeah he, he just kind of like just picked up the bass he was, he was originally playing like play guitar at school and that sort of thing but we needed a bass player yeah. so he was like that your bass like let's do it and um yeah just started sort of playing the bass and just like just really stuck at it and he's just yeah i don't know just improved like crazy and um yeah with like dynamic wise it kind of it's it's funny because i guess me and jack maybe tend to have a bit of a what more of a wild streak than the other boys yeah. and that, so we kind of usually after a gig or whatever like me and me and jack will be kind of the last one's kind of kicking on, kicking on a bit. So yeah. we have that kind of bond going with the band, which is cool. Yeah. But um, no, we all just, yeah, all like we often go down the coast and stuff together and just like hang out and surf and cruise and like all get along super well. Um, everyone kind of brings their own own sort of part to it. Um, ben, like has, Ben's been studying up in um, Sydney, like at AIM, doing like um, composition and that sort of thing. Has quite a good ear for like what he thinks is right and stuff but like the rest of us can be a bit more chilled out We're like oh it sounds like yeah it's whatever but like it's good really good having Ben in that he's like pedantic on like nah this needs to be changed and then you do in the end bit of structure that. yeah that's it just little finer points that like our ears are kind of like yeah whatever like but he kind of really picks it up and goes with it um Harry's so Harry's kind of he's I don't know a bit of, bit of the mastermind behind like a lot of it um he kind of comes with a lot of the time, pretty much most of the lyrics and then has like a mel- like melody rough sort of structure to the song. And then we all kind of bring it to the band, um, workshop it a bit and yeah, just kind of like play around with it and all have our two cents worth in a way. Yeah. And it's Harry yeah. vocals. Yeah. Harry's a singer. Yeah. So he's, yeah, Harry sings, um, plays rhythm guitar and then Ben's lead guitar. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. And it's, um, it's just for me it's like I said there's being from the Illawarra mm-hmm. everyone knows everyone mm. and you're up <laughs> uh, <Good. laughs> um, everyone knows everyone mm. and it's crazy to think there are plenty of people that are successful here mm, sure but seeing those stats over half a million streams on Spotify in 2019 mm. that blows me away <laughs> that's 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 an astronomical number of human beings it's definitely strange. more than what's here in the hill or up. Yeah. And it's cool to see. So tell me the path of then releasing mm-hmm. first tracks yep. and growing as a band. Yep. Did that come off the back of a lot of touring? Was it a lot of marketing? How did it all unfold? Yeah. So like basically we, with those first releases, we, so we had them all done and everything. At this stage, we weren't even Pacific Avenue or anything. We had two songs, had like a rough sort of film clip sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and we put it up. Like I went away overseas and the day I went overseas, they put it up on Facebook, released it the page, released the music and straight off the bat, like we're just kind of watching the like likes of the page just kind of roll in and we're like, holy crap, like this is, this is weird. Like we've never, I don't know, I haven't really had anything that people have just got around so much. People started sharing the vid and whatever. Um, 
And I think it was really released at a time where, because that first song was a bit more sort of like surf rock, reggae, sort of like that sort of like ocean alley sort of that sort yeah. of sound. And it was at a time where that was kind of, yeah, real, and yeah, it just kind of think it must have resonated with people a bit. And yeah, it went with that. And then after that release, Drive Away, um, and they kind of went sort of well on unearthed as well. Yeah. And, from that, and then like literally a couple of weeks later, I got asked to support um, San Cisco at um, oh, okay. Uni. Yeah. yeah. So I was overseas at the time. We had Brooke um, in on drums. She was like feeling on it. And like, I was like, I was overseas, like, what the hell? Like, this is crazy. Like, the one time I got like overseas and then all this stuff's happening. I was like, this is, this is really cool. And I think it, just getting started on that right foot, just kind of people kind of, I don't know, saw it as, took it a bit more seriously sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And kind of got around it, which we were like super great, thankful for. It was like, holy crap, this is, this is amazing. Um, yeah. And then from then on, I think once you ha- kind of have a few, when you can say under your rep, like, as your band's kind of bio thing that you've supported bands like San Cisco and then other bands started taking you on. Um, so I think in that year we supported like British India, um, supported, played at Sound of the Suburbs with like um, Wax yeah. and like a few, like yeah, a few sort of bands like that. And yeah, it just like, it kind of just kept building up on our like, yeah, resume, I guess, sort of thing of, of things that we'd done. And yeah, and also along with it, I think a big thing too was kind of having, trying to make a bit of an image for it. Um, our mates Wandering Merchants they like own a vintage shop in, in town yeah. and they'd like before every gig they'd dress us and so kind of in this retro sort of like 70s sort of style and um, we'd, always, we'd have some mates who would do photographs and stuff and they just kind of released that sort of with an image yeah. and um, I think in a way maybe it sort of made it stand out a little bit something a little bit different um, it's definitely something that I noticed. Yeah, yeah. Is that there's a bit of a look to it, and yeah, well, that's what we're sort of trying to go for. I yeah, think that's yeah. key, right? Stand out, and it's it's branding. That's it, essentially. Yeah, so for sure, that's awesome. And yeah. so I I look at that and I go, is there a moment in time? Like I think mm-hmm. for a lot of people, whatever you do, there's that moment in mm-hmm. time where something drops, whether it's a song or yeah, someone yeah. reaches out, yeah. or a recording label in your case, or whatever it may mm-hmm. be comes to the party and you go, fuck, this is where it yeah, gets. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a, it was a bit like that with, um, we released Sally, uh, I think it was 20, was it 20, early 2018, I think. Um, and it got like, we got a message, like I think a few days later from uh, Declan Byrne from Triple J. He's like, we're going to spin your song. It was like, what? Like, this is kind of like a lifelong sort of dream, like to get on actual Triple J and like, yeah, spun it and we were just like, wow, like, I don't know, never really saw this happening. Are the boys sitting around listening yeah, to that? Yeah, yeah, we're all sitting there, like, because we knew it was coming on a certain time, we're all just like, yeah, just like frothing, yeah, yeah listening to it. Um, yeah, and, that, and we're all just like, this is cool, like, this is actually, could be something that we could we have a good crack at, could go somewhere maybe. Um, but yeah, and there was also um, playing Lost Paradise Festival, yep. so we got on the lineup for that, um, which is end of... 2018 started 2019 yeah um yeah and we we were like just yeah wigged out so that was kind of a festival that we'd been to for the few years before yeah and like i think there was a few times after a few beers at the festival we're like oh it'd be unreal one day to maybe play but it just seemed like such a distant sort of thing yeah and then we got we got asked to and we're just like holy crap like that's yeah we couldn't really believe it um yeah so we when we played that we they put us on um, New Year's Eve, so the last day of the festival. 
and even that in itself. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, man. And we actually had like we thought, oh, they'll just put us on first, whatever. We were on at like three thirty or something, and um, I think it was the last day of the festival, and everyone was just like just going for it, like with the last bit of energy they had. Yeah. And we played, and it had been about forty degrees the whole festival, and we got up, we we're playing, and like crowd sort of came in, and we're like, what the hell? And then there's a few people sitting at the back under the shade, just trying to like yeah. s- survive. And um, and we started playing like our cover of like My Happiness by Powderfinger. Yeah. And all these people just came out. Like it started raining, so it started like sprinkling yeah. rain, and all these people just like just kind of screaming, just like run out of like the bushes, and like everyone's dancing. And like I swear I was like up there, and I had like tears in my eyes. I was like, this is this is the weirdest thing ever. But yeah, yeah it was, that was definitely a moment where I was like, this is this is what I want to be doing. So that's yeah. all. That that's so cool. Yeah. To hear. And yeah. I think. It's those moments that you're yeah. probably in five years where this is blown way out of proportion <laughs> and you're sitting there and you're looking back on that moment. That's that's an unreal memory. That's have. it, man. Yeah, yeah. And you're doing it with three of your best mates that's and in something you actually get a lot of a lot of satisfaction from. hundred percent. Oh, it's good to hear. And yeah. obviously this year I've read and I've been watching closely, you've got two of the vans coming up. Mm-hmm. When's that? Um, so so we did uh, we with Pacific Avenue, we did a tour, um, did their All Ages tour last year, and then did their album tour um, kind of at the end of last year, earlier in last year. So we did their first tour, All Ages, early last year, and then their big album tour at the end of last year. Yeah. Um, and then with Big Twisty, I'm just like opening for them at Unibar in like a month or so. So yeah, that's a, that's a bit of another thing. But yeah, we, like touring with them last year was like, was crazy. That was another thing where, because we're from Kiama, both from Kiama. Yeah. And they hit us up and they're like, do you want to come on tour? And we're like, holy crap, like, yeah, hell yeah, like, that'd be unreal. And because like, they had, like, they've been working on it for so many years and they've got a pretty solid sort of like um, all ages following and stuff. Recently and, dropped on yeah, Triple J, yeah, like a version of seeing that's that. That's it, yeah. And so we were like over the moon to be going going with them. And um, yeah, so we went down to like Melbourne, um, up to Sydney. We played, played like their Metro show. So yeah. they played the big room in the Metro and it was just, that was, yeah, that was phenomenal, eh? Like, actually coming out there and I don't know, I think with all ages shows too, like the younger kids, like they put a lot of care into actually learning the songs and like all the yeah. words and stuff. And they get there right early to watch all the support bands and like walked out and like, I don't know, they're like kind of singing it and crowd surfing and that. And like, yeah, it was funny, man. Like, but yeah, on one of the shows actually, like we finished and we're all so revved up because the crowd was going crazy. I was like, I've never chucked my drumsticks out before. I'm going to get up and go chuck my drumsticks out. So like I walked out and just kind of lobbed the first one and, I was, and then just kind of chucked the second one, didn't really think about it and then kind of just like walked off. And then we got backstage and the um, security guard like comes out and he's like, you boys Pacific Avenue? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you the drummer? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, you know you chucked that drumstick out? I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, hit a girl on the head and it split, it split her head open. And I was like... Oh no, like, <laughs> dude, I was, kidding. Like, I was like, no, and he's like, oh, it's all good, but, but she ended up getting the drumstick, so do you reckon you could like sign mine or something and give it to her? And I was like, yeah, yeah like, okay. do you want to like bring her here or something? I don't know, like what, what would make her happy? Yeah. Like, and like, so you got her and like brought her out and she had like this ice pack on her head and was like, her head was bleeding and like with a mate and she was just like frothing out. Like she was just like, oh, like, yeah. Like, and I, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I feel like the worst. That's the weirdest like, experience yeah, of your life. Yeah. Yeah. But she was like happy. And I was just like, this is strange. I eh? like got a photo with her. And the photo is the funniest thing, man. It's just like, she's just like, like 
smiling, but like also like in pain and like, yeah. we're just like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> you said, you said it just before you touched on it. Mm. Big twisty. The first time I seen a photo of you <laughs> as big twisty, which we'll get into explaining what that is and what that means in a minute. The first thing that popped in my head was flashbacks of, I reckon, a good 10 years ago yeah. of you. And for, for anyone who doesn't know, Dom, Dom's been mates with my cousin Jared, and that's how we met originally, is photos of you guys down, I think it was like IGA yeah. in Kayama, yeah, like yeah. busking almost, but dressed up as old people. And I remember seeing those years and years back and lose always always had me in stitches laughing and thinking, uh, fuck, this is right up his alley. So explain what Big Twisty is. Yeah, yeah. So Big Twisty kind of started all as like a, a piss take, really. Like so my mate, um my mates I work with are in a band called Gosh. Yeah. Um I was working with them one day and they had this one song called Coming Inside. And there's this section in the song, he's playing it. And it's just like, it was just like nothing really happened, just a bit of guitar. So I just started freestyling. And like, I swear just freestyling from like years of just being at parties and just like yeah. on the piss and just doing dumb shit. And so I was just freestyling and then like kind of finishing. He's like, dude, like you should do that with us. Like actually when we play gigs, I was like, yeah, for sure. Like, let's do yeah. it. Um, and so this gig came around and like, he's like, and I was like, all right, I'll write a verse. So like, I actually went home and sort of wrote this verse down and, um, yeah, went to this gig and like did it and it was, yeah, it was funny as like, everyone was just like, what's going on? And so basically the opening line of the whole, the whole thing was my name is Dominic. Yeah. They call me big twisty, the cheese puff man. Hell, I'm better than a wristy. And so I needed something to rhyme with wristy. Yeah. So I went with big twisty yeah. and then, so they won, um, like, a, yeah, a few weeks later, they won the Unearthed comp to open yours and ours. Oh, wow. Um, and I was like, boys, like, sweet if not, but do you want Big Twisty to get up and <laughs> rap with us on that song? And they're like, like, yes, let's do it. Hell yeah. So I was like, sweet. And so, yeah, that was like first time ever, like on an actual, like, it was on the main stage of yours and ours and just, I was, I was fucking, sh I was shitting it, eh? I was yeah, so, so scared. But went out and it all, yeah, it all came together. And then since then, like, after that, I was kind of like, maybe I should actually just kind of like do something with it. Yeah. And so I, um, yeah, went and wrote this other song. Um, this is called Cashflow. And it's just like a, a story about trying to go for this girl and then getting beaten up by a boyfriend. And anyway, he's allergic to ham. I chucked some ham at him and he's allergic to it. Anyway, so that results in me going to jail. That's like the, the tale of the big twisty. Yeah. And so, yeah, I wrote that song, made like a bit of a film clip. I'm just going to run a quick ad for 30 seconds here from our sponsors, Aboveline Security Solutions. Aboveline was started here in my hometown of Wollongong. The owner and director, Anthony, is not only a great human, but a very good businessman. They provide services in crowd control, static guards, function security, and corporate security, all with a quality guarantee. Aboveline was created not only to rival competitors, but to beat them in their trade. Constantly monitored through security KPI reports to guarantee staff are trained, and skilled in the areas that your business needs and to ensure they're on the top of their game at all times. Head to AboveLineSecuritySolutions.com for more info or reach out to Anthony. Now back to the episode. And so Dom, we're talking about that first video clip that mm. dropped for Big Twisty <laughs> and, and what that meant for you as a performing act. Yeah, so yeah, did that, put that video out, um, put it on like Spotify sort of thing and I was like, ah, oh, still kind of thinking of it just like, 
yeah, still a bit of fun, whatever. But the video went pretty well. Um, quite a few people got around it. My mate's from Teal Studios. They're like videographers. You do a lot of stuff with them, huh? Yeah, yeah. Real, like, legend blokes. They're unreal. Super professional what they're doing. Um, like, yeah, like my age as well, but just absolutely, like, killing it there. Re- awesome. Really, Yeah, really going sick. But, yeah, so they... I was like, I did that video with them, and I think people were just kind of a bit surprised about how, like, pro it sort of looked, because they're like, oh, this is just a bit, bit or whatever. But, yeah. like, they... I think they really, like, kind of, like, into their rap and that sort of thing, too. And so we just borrow my mates, like, old... Common uh, Kingswood like station wagon thing, yeah. or just cruising around, just like real typical sort of rap stuff. Um, yeah, so put that out, and people were kind of like, dude, you should just keep running with this. And I was like, yeah, I think I will. Kind of like died off for a bit, and then I was like, had this kind of vision one day, and I was like, it'd be sick to fully play a live gig, but like, I don't want to do it just like with like a DJ, but just have like a full proper band sort of going with it. Yeah. Um, so kind of, I was like, there has to be like backup singers, like some girl backup singers and dancers, yeah. um, like drums, guitar, bass, saxophone, all that sort of thing. And I was like, I'm definitely going to need a hype man for it. Like just to kind of like, I don't know, just hype it up, get everyone yeah. going. And like the whole idea behind it was sort of to make it more of like a show, like a performance, yeah. like um, still have, have all the music in that, but like make it something that like people can just fully just like, I don't know, not take too serious and just have a bit of a laugh at it yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah, and so like I were kind of mates through all mates and mates and that sort of thing met up and I met up with um the guitarist so he goes by War Baby in the band that's his band name uh, met up with him in a car park in like at like the farm and I had some lyrics and like a rough idea of wanting to go I just wanted to go like some funky sort of stuff and he got his guitar out and started sort of jamming and we're like yeah sick that's it like let's get this band going <laughs> so he like used to be in a band called Komodo Pool and he kind of like recruited them. Um, so that's like drums, cam on the drums, weight on bass, and then, um, sweet lips on the sax, Jules. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. And then my, uh, friends are Nisha and Janaya. They're really like amazing singers and, um, they can dance too. And they're, they're also like twins as well. And I was like, yes, they got like, got to get them in it. Perfect. Back yeah, up yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And they, it's just crazy. Like watching them on stage, they're just like... They move in sync even when they're not like trying to. They just kind of I don't know. Yeah. That's where they share like parts of their brain. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, man. But um, yeah. And then my mate Falcon, um, I was like, he'd be. He's always just like had such a performer inside him, and always like as long as I can remember, as long as knowing him, he's always been like going around to his house. He's in the mirror, just like busting out and like just got the moves and everything. I was like, he needs yeah. to be in this. Um, and so yeah, I got him as the hype man. His his name's Big Bird in the in the band, and um, yeah, I was like, so let's book like let's book a gig. And Harry from Pacific, he was he runs these things called um, the Now Sounds where he puts on events. Yeah. So he put on like he was putting on like a funk hip hop sort of night at La La La's, um, in like the first few weeks of it opening, and he's like, Dom, do you want to jump on his big twisty? And I was like, oh, like we haven't really got much sorted, but yeah, let's lock it in. And I knew if he locked it in we'll get we'll pull our shit together sort of thing. A yeah yeah and so we locked it in and then we just started practicing hardcore just getting it getting it sorted and um yeah it's probably probably the most nervous i've ever been for anything like i don't know just being out from behind the drums and like moving around and like definitely actually, more exposed yeah exactly man just kind of being like the center of everything like with drums you can kind of just cruise and spotlights off you a bit but with this it's just like you're running the show sort of thing um, yeah and so we had this show and like just yeah everything went super well um, 
ended up being like a sold out sort of show and everyone was just I don't know it was just it, the feeling after it was just the weirdest thing like that was cool and um yes and then I'm just kind of been booking quite a few shows that was only in December um yeah. so now we're like we're supporting the bands at Unibar um got our first headline show at like Ryan's at Thrill uh, sorry Beaches at Thrill yep um yeah and had like a few like parties had like a fire fundraiser and yeah, it's just it's just been super fun. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, and so I, I see. So I'm 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 pretty prevalent a lot across social. Like yeah. I love getting in and seeing what's happening on social sure. and how I can introduce my stuff to it. Mm. And there's been a lot of hype lately around TikTok. Mm. So probably three months ago, scrolling <laughs> on TikTok, and I just see your face pop up with the inspired unemployed. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, there he is again. <laughs> so what's going on there? Yeah, sick. So um, my mate Falcon and Jack, who are the inspired unemployed, um, we all live together down in Kiama. Yeah. Um, we've been mates since high school, like, yeah, pretty much best mates for, I don't know, last five years or whatever. Um, we... Like years ago, I think 2016, we went over to Queenstown together in New Zealand. Yeah. And one day we were like, let's just start making videos just for like shits and gigs sort of thing. So we started this page called Pine Tree TV um, and we were just making dumb videos around town, super amateur, just on our crappy phones, whatever. Yeah. And we're like, this is fun. And the people were kind of like, so like, this is, I don't know, getting around it a bit. And we're like, let's just do this. Um, And then it kind of was a bit of a thing that every year we'd go away for a bit of a holiday. Yeah. And so every year we'd go and we'd kind of revive the page again, just start doing these videos. Um, then it sort of dropped off a bit. Um, me and Falcon started doing some videos as well. That's Bruce and Rodney. Made like a couple of vids and that sort of <laughs> sort of died off a bit too. But it went well for a while. And then uh, so Jack and Falcon, they went overseas at the start of last year. Yeah. Um, they went over there and they, yeah, they just kind of started up. They were like bringing back that video thing and they're like, let's just, they just kind of had this this goal and they're like let's just make a video a day and just punch it and see what happens so they were over there i was still over here i was doing like all stuff with the band and that sort of thing um yeah and it just they just kept kept at it kept chipping away and then um they came back from overseas we all moved out together um pretty much the day we got back we all moved into this house um yeah and we just started making like they they started making a few videos and got us boys in it yeah um the whole house and yeah it just kind of just took off out of nowhere it's almost like, like the new tiktok hype house eh? man. <laughs> like it was yeah it was mainly like started just on instagram um and we did this like video down at the quarry like we we're all dancing to this like german techno song and like in crop tops and just weird like kind of raver outfits and um it was weird it took us about half an hour to make we're on like yeah real yeah. real sort of short time and then put it up and we were just all sitting in the front room watching tv and like their phones were just going like, like through the roof. I'm like, what is happening? And yeah, since then it's just taken off. Um, yeah, like crazy. They've like actually, they're not working or anything anymore. Um, yeah, it's crazy, man. Like they're, yeah, killing it, killing it. Cover of GQ, I've seen. Yeah, man. mate. Yeah, that's when you know it's serious. Hundred like... percent. Cover of GQ. Um, they had a big like four page spread in Vogue magazine. Wow. Um, yeah, and it's just sick being a part of that. Like they call us boys in for like the group ones for the dancers and all that sort of stuff. And you know what I yeah. love about it? Mm. For me, it's looking at that big bunch of you guys. Yeah. It's a heap of mates. Yeah, who aren't scared to have a crack. Hundred percent. They're willing to put themselves out there. 
and yeah. not really give a fuck what anyone else thinks because mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing yeah when yeah. you're putting stuff out for the world to see yeah yeah and probably similar to the fears that you had with big twisty that sure. what, how will everyone perceive this it's a bit of a piss take definitely it's a bit of fun 100 percent. and it's to see you put it out there and how well it's responded mm-hmm. i think a lot of the time people are quite nice mm. oh, if, if people see you having a crack for sure they're happy to support I, i've experienced that myself and it's just great to see people yeah, having success yeah, oh, off the back of stuff that actually makes them happy. 100%. So oh, I get inspired. There you go, inspired <laughs> by it, um, for lack of a better term there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no pun intended. But yeah, yeah. it's just it's just really cool to see. And I'm interested, what heading forward, what are your goals personally? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's going to be an element there with a band, with mm-hmm. Big Twisty, with mm-hmm. everything that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Is there any real goals that you've got set in stone and you're wanting to achieve? I'd like, um, so definitely like with Pacific Avenue, um, I, I would love like this year to sort of, um, I don't know, I'd like to sort of crack it a bit more, um, to get, to be able to be on like a bit of a festival circuit, yeah. um, be playing like constant sort of like the bigger festivals, like, um, the ones that tour around like Laneway or Groove and that sort of thing, maybe for next year. Yeah. Um, but just getting like, yeah, being on that circuit where you kind of just, I don't know, they, they pick you up again and you're just going around to all different parts. Um, I'd love to also, with that, get on some big sort of support tours as well. Um, yeah. So like some of the bigger acts, being able to sort of follow them around on their tour. Um, but yeah, also like a lot, bit of radio traction is what we're sort of hoping for this year. Yeah, awesome. Just see what happens though. Like, yeah, um, just hopefully. But yeah, we're about to release another single, uh, 3rd of April. Um, yeah, I know. yeah, called My Hero. That one's called. So we've like been working on a bit of a film clip with like the Inspired Boys, um, and like with the Teal guys and Tom Healy as well. So we've got that pretty much done. Yeah, um, we're gonna release that and just yeah, just hopefully gives a bit of a push as well and yeah. see what happens. Um, yeah, I'd love like I guess the goal with the with the Pacific Avenue stuff is just to get it to a level where we can just be like just touring around and that's that's our main sort of job you know what i yeah. mean like not having to worry about not that i work heaps but just not really like yeah that's just the main thing you know what i mean i think anytime you can be putting 100 percent of your exactly. energy into something that, that yeah. you really love is yeah is a great feeling 100 percent. and it's is there a path that you've paved out that you feel like there's necessary steps to get to that point or yeah i guess in a way um i think a big thing it's it's kind of hard because you really are sort of hoping a bit for that sort of radio traction. Um, but there's also that part too where, the, where we're just thinking we're just going to keep touring, keep doing shows. And then just because, yeah, it's not, it's not necessarily all about that. You can take that other road of just keep the old school way of just plugging away, playing shows, hitting regional areas, yeah. and getting that, building up that, band face, that fan base that way. Um, but it does help a lot if you kind of get that radio sort of like constant rotation because yeah. it just spreads it out and then you yeah, can go anywhere and people kind of get around it. Um, what are your thoughts on like for you guys, are you linked to a record label or? Um, not with a record label. Um, we have, so we've been recording um, up at Sony with Adrian um, Breakspear, who's like, he's our producer up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've just been recording with Sony, not like on the label or anything. We've got um, management. So management with a um, company called Audio Packs from Sydney. Yeah. Um, and then we've got a booking agent who is Select Music and they're from Sydney okay. as well. So they take care of your shows and stuff and then management kind of, yeah, just sorts everything out for you, that sort of thing. Yeah. When did you start being linked to a manager? Um, that was, I think it was the start of, end of 2018, start of 2019.
Does that make life a lot easier? It does, yeah, for sure. Um, And I think a a big thing is with that too is just the connections that they have within the industry too. Um, All the gigs which we've played, like Lost Paradise or festivals, that sort of thing, a lot of it has sort of come through that, the connections that they, the friends that they have and that sort of thing too. Um, They kind of plug out, show what we've, our stuff, what we have, like a little sort of package of what we can do and they have a listen and whatever and if they dig it, they, they kind of go with it. So... It's just, yeah, it's just great. And it just takes a lot of the stress away. Just like the little sort of stuff, like trying to organize press and all that when you, for a release. Um, and just, yeah, just keeping you organized. Like, it's funny, like four boys and we're all kind of, I don't know, probably not the most mature of boys, to be honest. <laughs> trying to sort of round us up and get us to do stuff. It's good just having that voice, which is um, kind of separate to us, which is just like, this is what you got to do. That, yeah that sort of thing especially with four four people there's yeah. four opinions yeah and for sure is yeah. is there structure wise for you guys weekly or monthly however you look at it is there a structure of catching up rehearsing testing new stuff yeah playing around with what you've got for sure um we all like we're all sort of doing part-time work here and there so we try when we, we've got gigs coming up that sort of thing we try at least to practice like a few times before it comes up um, we did have for a while sort of have a set day where we do it every time, but it's just, yeah, it is hard trying, trying to juggle everything. Um, and lucky enough, mum and dad, they have like sort of a back shed sort of sound room that we can kind of go and just hit it out yeah. in there, which is cool. Um, but yeah, we kind of like, yeah, rough sort of like if we know usually in advance, which our manager sort of makes a bit of a plan for us. So yeah. if you've got gigs coming up. Um, yeah just how to prepare for it how, all the logistics that sort of thing um, but also like he, the manager makes like release plans too yeah so with our release like for example what we've got coming up in April it's like a whole whole sense like all the social media and sort of hype you've got to build and all that sort of thing so you're trying to sets dates for when to release what and yeah it's it's good like without that sort of extra voice sometimes you're just that keen to just get out you just put it out but it's just so many Strategy. Strategy, that's it. Which is, yeah, it's a good good and a bad thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. you said yeah. it just there. Um, Mum and Dad have got mm. a sound shed or a little yeah, bit of a yeah. studio style set up. Yeah. Is the family musical and is that how you began? Yeah, for sure. That's pretty much how it all, I guess, most of the things I'm doing now is all, all due to that sort of thing. Um, Dad, he, so he's been playing in bands all through from when he was in high school. Yeah. Um, he was yeah coming out of high school and stuff he was playing heaps up in sydney kind of touring around um yeah in a band called called the cockroaches um yeah and he was just like he, he loved it like lived and breathed he was the front man just heaps of energy and that sort of thing um and then he's like yeah he's kept that through his whole lot of, sort of life and mum as well she's like always been real drama into drama and that sort of thing yeah um she sings as well like real musical yeah musical side as well so just growing up as long as i can remember having instruments around the house like pianos and drums and then when i got to the age of i think i was like six or so like kindergarten um like i was begging mum i saw a violin at a garage sale and i was like i want to learn that like kept pestering and she's like all right you got to promise me that you're going to like stick with lessons if i get it for you and i was like yeah yeah for sure for sure Got it, ended up, I just did not like it at all. Like, it just didn't stick with me. But mum's like, nah, you said you'd do it. So I did that for years. But at the same time, they got me into drum lessons. And yeah. that was something just like from the go. I was like, this is sick. Like, I don't know whether it's just frustrations getting it out. It's or quite like, a mix, isn't it? Yeah, I know, man. Drums. Two ends of the spectrum. But yeah, 
yeah, I just loved it so much. Um, the drums. I think I had a teacher who was just super relatable, relatable, and just like he was like I just saw him. He was like a super role model. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so like yeah, Johnny's name was, and yeah, so he just like kind of just kept me and was playing playing like get me to play a whole lot of like Akadaka, which I just loved at the time, and yeah. like all that old rock sort of stuff. Um, and then of course once I could learn a bit of drums, I'd just be jamming at home with dad. Yeah. Dad would just be like getting his guitar out and I just loved it. Um, and then when I started getting to that point where I could actually play for the length of a full song, um, dad kind of got me in his like bands that he'd play for weddings and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we do that, did that for a few years and then dad kind of went off and wanted to start a bit of a, um, like bluegrass sort of folk sort of band. So since I think maybe 2016 or something like that, um, I've been in that, it's called the Water Runners. And so yeah. we've been playing a lot of like folk festivals and that. Still play, had a gig on the weekend with dad. Um, yeah, a lot of folk festival circuits and that sort of thing. And yeah, yeah. so it's, it's pretty pretty special sort of thing being able to play in a band like with the old man. 100%. And, yeah, and it's like it's, it's a lot of times like when we're playing, um, like on stage, you kind of like look at each other and just give the nod. And yeah, it's pretty cool. Something sort of that you guys will always look yeah, back on. For sure. Always man. an amazing yeah. memory to share and have. 100%. Another thing I wanted to ask, and going back to Spotify, obviously mm. you guys are on iTunes as mm-hmm. well and Apple Music. Mm. I, I was scrolling through there today to see where your, your top songs are and that sure. sort of thing. Yeah. Talk to me, like, so there was obviously the, the press around Spotify mm. in 2019, everyone mm. putting up their year on Spotify, yep. seeing a lot of stats coming through. Mm. In terms of the way that that's run as a business, mm. how, do you, how do you get on there? Is that something your manager sets up and then... Yeah. How, do, how does that all work? What's sure. the logistics behind it? So basically with Spotify, um, you need a distributor. So yeah. that's like an external company, which you put your, upload your stuff to and they spread it. So most of the time, the main things they spread to is like Spotify, um, Apple Music, and then like, I don't know, the other, there's, there's stacks of them that they kind of spread it to, yeah. like put it on YouTube, all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, the main ones, Spotify and Apple Music and or iTunes is, yeah. Um, so you, you give it to them and then they kind of spread it. So up until I think 2018, we were doing it ourselves, um, through like this site called spin up or something, I think it's called. Um, and you just upload it there and then it just kind of just pumps it out everywhere. Yeah. Um, and then once we got with this new management, they have their own company that they use and they like give it to them. And certain companies have certain sort of ties with, with like streaming services like Spotify or whatever. Okay. Um, and I think just kind of relationships with them. So yeah, we kind of gave it to them, um, and yeah, they they kind of got like a little bit of traction. And then well, the idea, the ideal thing to get on Spotify is like to get playlisted. So Spotify has like Spotify editorial playlists, which um, have I don't know, some of them have like millions of followers, that sort of thing. And if you get it on there, then it stays in there for a while, and people okay. will like. One that we luck, were lucky enough to get on with um, our song Something Good was like Rockin' Vibes or something like that. Okay. And it, like, I don't know, it had like 400,000 followers or something and it just, been, it stayed in there since it was released at the end of last year. Yeah. And it's just, because I think people, like it's, it's super weird going through it because there's like big, I don't know, big bands. Like I was through it the other day and it was like, I don't know, like Mumford and Sons but then like a whole stack of other things and you're like, then just us. And like, what? Like, <laughs> this is weird. Just like a little old us. But um. Yeah, I don't know. So that definitely helps. And then it kind of spreads it out. You can see the stats through like Spotify, like where it's gone and like demographic and that sort of thing. And like you just randomly sometimes on Instagram, you get messages from people in like Brazil or like Spain and stuff. And they're like, 
we love. I don't know, we've been listening to new music and we're just like, this is super strange. Like, when are you coming over here? And we're like, oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, coronavirus ends or something, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> but yeah. No. That's cool. Yeah. It's, um, my, one thing I was very keen to ask is there's obviously a lot of, a lot of people, mm. young people, especially in the music space that want to make something out of it. For sure. Is there any advice you'd have for someone? Like if you were with your knowledge now, the experiences mm. that you've had, cast back your 18 years of age yeah yeah would you do anything differently to make sure it was better set up or um i think like we were lucky enough so we had a mate ben tenbaya who kind of helped us a lot. yeah benny was one of my best yeah, mates yeah since yeah. yeah so he legend he, he from the start he was the bloke who really like decided that we need to have an image and sort of like stick with that and i think that was the one thing which kind of like massively helped us kind of get going get the ball moving um, because like there is, it's, it's, you kind of need something which sort of sets you apart a little bit, something that sort of like, I feel it makes you, you, um, cause there's a lot of people sort of in that, in the industry doing the same sort of thing. Just, I don't know, give you just a little, like little sticky note that kind of gets you, gets you out from the thing. So he was really good with like getting us that link with wandering merchants, um, getting us kind of dressed up a little, which like we, we, we dig that sort of style. So like six is cool. Um, just, yeah, just giving you that sort of something that kind of makes you stick out a little bit. I think that's, that's the biggest bit. Um, and also I think to make not, I don't know, not letting ego sort of get into it. Um, I think in the industry, like it's really good to just sort of help each other, not think that you're above or like, I don't know, just help each other through the whole thing. Um, I guess when you're younger, you sort of like, oh, trying to stick to yourself and whatever, but. I don't know, I think a massive thing is just trying to support each other. Um, and you can always like, yeah, support each other's bands and just help jump in on songs and whatever and yeah, kind of move together as one. Yeah. There's plenty, plenty of success to go around. Like I feel mm. like, especially in this space, mm. I've speak, spoken to a few podcasters lately mm. that are starting out as well and I'm like, let's help each other. Yeah, 100%. There's There's so much space for everyone to succeed. Definitely. And I yeah. think when you're associated with more people, it's, mm. it's better for you, it's yep. better exposure. It's, it's cool mm. to hear. I, I mm. like the approach. I'm super interested just to watch now, like watch what 2020 holds, where sure. you guys end up, what stages you're on. Yep, yep. Um, is there anything that you want to leave off on? Um, oh, not too sure. I just, yeah, I guess I'm just super, super blown away with everything, how it's all been going. Um, once again, just so stoked that like people are digging what, just people are loving what we're loving um, and just, yeah, the support of everyone's just, yeah, blown us away. Um, very humbling sort of thing, being able to like just, yeah, do what we love and people get behind it. Um, yeah, I guess just thanks so much to everyone that's kind of like helped us along the way and everything and yeah. That's awesome, Keen man. to see what's to come. Where can everyone find you guys on socials? Yeah, uh, so like on Instagram, um, on Facebook, just Pacific Avenue. Um, also, we've got like a website, I think pacificavenue.com.au. Um, I think we got a bit of merch and whatever too if you want to be repping that um, yeah and we're also like yeah, Spotify Apple Music um, iTunes all that sort of thing too so nice yeah. and next next show mm-hmm. where can people find you yeah yeah sure um, so we're actually playing um, playing a couple of, so playing Sydney show this Friday Milton the following Friday um, and then we're taking off on our My Hero tour um, the song's going to be released the 3rd of April. The tour kicks off the 24th of April. Um, 24th is in Brisbane. 
Yeah. Um, 25th in Melbourne, and then the 1st of May back in Sydney. Is that is that still a really good feeling flying around? Yeah, and... yeah. It feels great. It feels so super weird, man. Like the first time we ever got a flight to a gig, I think it was in like Melbourne or Brisbane or something. We all like wore suits and stuff and tried yeah. to like <laughs> pretend that we were like somebody <laughs> but it felt good <laughs> actually I, I will ask before we finish mm, up mm. like for me there's people in the podcast space that i love i listen mm, to inspire mm, me yeah. and give me ideas for my show is there any musicians or bands that you look to or the yep. crew looks to to take inspiration from or just genuinely that you love listening to yeah for sure um i guess a big one like just seeing the local scene like seeing bands like hockey dad that sort of thing yeah um just local lads, I guess, sort of keep doing the same sort of thing that we're doing, but they've just like just skyrocketed, like taking on the world, doing Euro, yeah. like European and like US tours and just pretty much world tours and then coming back, like that's yeah, I'd love to be getting to that sort of level, doing that sort of thing. But just seeing 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 them around too at festivals and that sort of thing, just still like real humble sort of like legend yeah. blokes, that sort of thing. Like I'd love yeah, really inspiring. They're winged in boys, hey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah. Well, mate, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thanks um, I say to everyone, I think if you pursue your happiness and your truth, um, life just follows and works out. So I really hope, and I mean this, I really hope that you guys have just a heap of success this year and the years to come. And I think you've got all the ingredients to make it happen. So Thanks, mate. I appreciate you're it. You're a legend. Thanks pleasure. so much for Thanks coming so on, Dom. Cheers.